It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! What have you done with Adam the Bull? What the heck is going on? What is going on? The beard is no more. It was a sad day. How long did it take you to shave it? How long? An hour? I didn't do it. Oh, Uh, my! The girl who cut. Shout out the girl. The woman who cuts my hair, Jen, uh, did it. Shout out Jen. I was. I went for a haircut yesterday, and I was just thinking about it, and I'm like. Going to Florida, it's going to be hot. And, you know, I've been wearing a mask outside of work this week because I'm super paranoid about getting sick before I go away. <laughs> I know. You I, I sent a text last night to the group. It's true. If you have any sick symptoms, stay it's home. True. I even said I would pay your day at work. Facts. He said. If you were sick, just so you would stay home. Right. And because I'm like so paranoid about my vacation getting ruined because Aaron was sick a few weeks Is ago. Is he feeling better, by the way? He feels better. He has this thing still called, I didn't even know this was such a thing. Post-viral cough. A lot of people are getting this. It's like after a virus, you keep coughing. And so my doctor said it can last for two months <laughs> where you're not contagious, but you, call, you, you have just these cough. bad coughing yeah. fits. She was like, you got to drink water every time you cough. You got to do sucking candies. And if you do that, it could end in two. But anyway, and my wife was not feeling great earlier in the week. So I was like, a little, I'm like, I, I got to be real careful. I cannot get sick. I want to be healthy. And I'm leaving in three days. So... Uh, I'm, I'm like paranoid about it. And so I've been wearing the mask and the mat wearing the mask with the beard Can't was be really yeah. annoying. Yeah. yeah Obviously right. wearing a mask sucks, period. Yeah, right. But wearing it with the beard was so annoying. So between that and knowing that it's going to be hot in Florida when I go, I was like, I think I'm going to shave it off. Time that and I was had sad because I really, it's the longest beard I ever had in my How life. How do you feel now with the naked face? It feels weird. It, when I first saw my face, I was like, and it hasn't been that long. It's only been like, I don't know, four or five months, yeah. maybe. Half, half a year. But uh, it was weird to see my face without the beard. It feels good, though. It does. You know, after it after you shave, it does feel yeah, good. Yeah. But there is that immediate I was recognition sad. of yourself. That you're like, yeah. this is what I look like? Yeah. I know, I didn't like that. But I think I look much younger. <laughs> you do look much younger. Because yeah. the beard was so gray. You you good you a good husband and father, bro. I'm gonna tell you why, bro. Yeah. I listen, I don't care if y'all was sick. I didn't pay for these plane tickets. You on that plane. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we're going. Ass, we, you, we're going. <laughs> we're going. You just might be miserable. No, Paul yeah. just wants to enjoy all the days and not have to uh, <laughs> yeah. not have to spend some I just of the days sit in outside the hotel or whatever. Yeah. No, no hotel. We got an Airbnb. Yeah. Right oh yeah. Or oh, whatever. You don't want to yeah. sit inside because and no. you can quarantine them. Yeah. You go to yeah, your own no. wing, dog. No, no, no. That's it. So I'm ready to go. So anyway, good to be back. I feel like I'm off forever with Mondays and Tuesdays. And after I come back from vacation, I'm I'm going to be working more often, which I'm excited about. But anyway, lot to get to today. Nick Chubb could he end up being a cap casualty? Uh, should Jim Brown's number be retired across the NFL? When when Earl first te- texted the rundown, my first thought about that subject was one thing, and then by the time that I got the an hour ago, I had changed my mind on it. So I will I. tell you which way. I, I'm very curious if we're on the same wavelength. Okay. Because I did do a flip-flop this morning. Yes. Oh, like, y'all think y'all slick. I already know what the flip-flop is. <laughs> you already know what that is. <laughs> it's the knee jerk. You're like, I don't yeah. know about that, though. Yeah. Then you go retire that number. Then you be like, ah, you know, they, for, we, for, they forgave him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah. my God. laughs> but also, I know there's been some talk already this week about the, the what is it, the tent poles? Not the tent poles. The championship foundation. Championship foundation. We'll get into that some more today. So there's a lot to get to on today's show. And I know, by the way, I know you said this is talked about the death, but, but give me 30 seconds on this. Yeah. Because everybody was so worked up about the All-Star game, especially old people. Old M- people. NBA All-Star game for anyone who... NBA All-Star game, contest, right? Yeah. And I got to say, I'm proud of myself because I feel like I'm becoming less of a old guy curmudgeon. I don't understand why people are so worked up about this All-Star game. 
do I I don't watch it personally because I don't find the game interesting. Yeah. But why do I get worked why would I get worked up about it? There's so many old white dudes. I shouldn't even say white dudes. I think old people just in general. You're describing Bob are, Ryan. Are, who you're really describing. But it's him. not it, this is I think this has actually nothing to do with race. This is just age. Old people remember People my age and older remember what the game used to be. Right. And the game was a lot better. The actual game, All-Star game, was a lot better. But it's not like this is the first year it's been this way. No. And by the way, the ratings were up. Yeah. So the young fans, they don't care that they're not playing defense. So all the 50, 60, 70-year-old people out there, stop getting worked up. Just don't watch it. I don't watch it because I'm not interested. So there, but let it be. I said Fans on, like it. I said on Monday, if you go into it expecting a basketball game, you'll yeah. always be disappointed. If you go into it wanting to see Jokic and Luka mess around and literally take a game unseriously and see Dame shoot half-court shots and Steph do crazy things, you're going to be entertained because it's simply the best players in the world doing something they wouldn't do in a regular game. But if you have the expectation that it's going to be something else, you're going to be so yeah. disappointed and year you shouldn't, in and year out. though, because it hasn't they, been they, that they told long you. They, they told you before it even started. Yeah. Anthony Edwards yeah. said it flat out. He goes, yeah. it's an exhibition. Exhibition. This is my vacation from the season. I'm just here to have fun. He's one of the 24 guys in it. If he's saying that, what makes you think anyone else is taking it I seriously? always tell people sports is just like music. It's a young person's game. Like, you, you, I, I don't listen to rap music and be like, oh, my gosh. I'm so into this new rap. No, because it's it's a young man's game. Like, it's about a vibe. It's energy. So, like, I'm not going to tune into the All-Star game and think right. that it's going to be Magic versus Isaiah Thomas and Bird, like, playing hard. Like, it's a young man's sport. That's it. It's different. And that's okay. I used to be someone who would all the time, like, all the new music sucks. I mean, I it's just not my cup of tea, yeah. new music, for the most part. That doesn't mean it sucks. It just means it's not what I like. But but I got we got to stop being like our generation did all this right and these young people are a bunch of idiots. No, they just like different things than we did. Just like when we were young, and and obviously you're in a different generation than us. And even G and I are in a different kind generation. Of, at least a different half a generation. Yeah, like but like I'm sure when I was 20 and listening to Billy Joel and Huey Lewis in the news, that the 50 year olds then were saying that music's crap. Or or when Same you thing. or when like when Madonna was taking over the yeah. world, like she, they were like clutching their purse, <gasps> like a virgin. You can't say that. <laughs> and and the fact That's that it was, it was a big deal. and it, it, well, they had a black Jesus up there, and it, the black Jesus was crying blood. Yeah, that actually People that was kind of, that, that that was kind of crazy back yeah. then. Matter of fact, that still might be crazy. Mm. Steve, you got any rebuttal for that? Steve loves Madonna. <laughs> he he was does. Like, That's what got me on the train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's good to, good to be back, and we got a ton to get to today. Let's send it to Earl before we hit our first topic. Earl? Hey, no super chat here, but this comment warrants to be talked about. Shout out to John Canterbury. Boy, looks like he got traded from the Red Sox to the Yankees. Yeah, that's right. That's true. You are. Yeah. No facial hair. Yeah. I wouldn't – I mean, if I were – I say I wouldn't want to play for the Yankees, but – I, that's bullshit. Do you, play yeah, you play for the Yankees. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's really still a rule? It is. It is. No, no, it is. It yeah. is. Mandatory. So, so you cannot have facial hair on the Yankees. So if Shohei Ohtani... I think was, you could have a mustache. You have a mustache now. If Shohei Ohtani was like, I'm going to grow a beard, they're like not going to nope. take him? I mean, if he forced the issue, they would take him. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, sure. a, I need somebody to force that but issue. But the superstars to this point have, have never tried to force Have the obliged. Issue. Yes. yes. That's kind of strange. So, That's kind you know, of strange. Aaron Judge. If Aaron Judge said he's growing a beard, what are the Yankees going to do? Trade him. <laughs> Get know. him out of here. Come on. Trade to the Guardians. For well, I appreciate that. I hope I've shocked the world here. Uh, so, anyway, go ahead, Earl. All right, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5, uh, if, with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet all of your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So, for the last couple of days, boy, we've been doing our own assessment of the Cleveland Browns uh, foundation. And yeah. today, we are going to compare our notes to Jeremiah Trotter and the MST podcast as they released the Cleveland Browns Foundation yesterday. Steve, you can take tag board Okay, four. Let's have a conversation about today. it. What you think? So now, to, to give a little, ahead, let Mike. me give yeah. a little context because yeah. Bo wasn't here the last two days. Moving the Sticks podcast with Daniel Jeremiah right. and Bucky Brooks, <clears throat> did it player by player. 
we did it position group by position group gotcha. because we wanted to split it offense, defense. And we'll compare our answers in a sec. But before yeah. we compare our answers to what Move the Sticks podcast did, yeah. I want to see if you agree with what the panel's consensus on Monday okay. and Tuesday was. Fair so the four categories, in case yeah. anyone missed it, and if you watch every day, we apologize for the third day in a row explaining this. Yeah. But blue is for a blue chipper. Right. Top of the line. Green, green was is good. Green, good. Yellow, age, injury, contract concerns, and just, then pink. Just some concern. Some sort of concern. Yeah. Pink was young and unproven. What so, about if the guy just sucks? What do we- Pink was Pink. as low as it went. Okay. Now, so. they didn't put any players who just sucked in when they true. did it. Yeah, 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 They did usually the 12 best players. And, right. and that's why we went with categories, position yeah. groups instead. Okay, so made sense. For the UCSS panel, yeah. on Monday it was JG Earl. Tuesday it was me, G, and Earl. Okay. We went yellow for quarterback room, which is concerns. Fair. I would agree with that. Yellow for running back room. I would agree with that. We went pink for the overall wide receiver room. Now, there's no in-between, which is the issue, because we knew Amari Cooper was not a pink. The rest we put in the pink, and we right. thought the rest outweighed Amari Cooper. I know it really doesn't fit, but I think I would give them a yellow. Well, we, we said the same thing, but yeah. basing, and because we want to compare it to their answers. I guess I would have to, yeah, based on that, I'd have to go pink. But. We went blue for the tight end room. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. David Njoku blue chip I feel like he's kind of between blue and green but I mean based on I'd go green green okay and we went green for the offensive line as a whole I would agree with that so I think you guys did a good job on the defensive side of the ball on there defensive side of the ball we went blue for defensive ends not tackles this is just defensive ends well if we're weighing down Amari Cooper don't we have to weigh down but well, Miles is, Garrett is on a different level than Cooper. That's fair. And is Alex Wright, Agbo, and Isaiah McGuire, how do they compare to the unknowns of Tillman, David Bell, and Elijah I Moore? I mean, it's a little better. I don't think significantly, but I, I agree. Miles Garrett's better than Amari Cooper. All right, I'm okay with that. And we, we, but we had a light blue. It we, we, we light, a light blue. Light blue, yeah. yeah I was so light blue. Which yeah. is not exactly the category. That, that is but how all right, yeah, I agree with that. So the defensive tackle and linebacker room, we yeah. actually gave two grades because this is technically – the assignment was guys on the roster right now. Right. The only defensive tackles on the roster right now are Dalvin Tomlinson and Siaki Ika. Right. Now, we went in the assumption they'll resign a guy or two, and we went with a green for the defensive tackle room. With the caveat, the reality is today it's a pink because it's just Tomlinson and yeah, Ika, and there's I, so much unknown. I would agree if they, you know, if they brought back Shelby Harris or somebody of that ilk. Mohurst. Then I Harris. would probably go yeah. green, we, we yes. Said th- we said they sh- we should bring back two out of three between Hurst Shelby Harris. Yeah, I mean, if they yeah. bring two of the three or or one of the three and another player that's of that level, yeah. then I would agree with the green. Yeah. The linebacker, the only linebackers in the contract right now are JOK, Diabate, and Tony Fields. So we went with a pink. However, with the caveat, we think they'll sign Taki Taki If Taki Taki brings it a green. and or Walker yellow. come back, uh, then I would go to... I would actually go to green. green? If, if, really? Yes. If, if both come back. What if, if just one comes back? I would still go green. That's green? how much I think of JOK right now, which is crazy because okay. I thought he was total trash a year. I well, said that. We'll, we'll get to JOK because yeah. that's one of the players they mentioned in J- yeah. Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Right. Uh, we went. I think they gave him a blue, didn't they? No, they gave him a green. Oh, and okay. we're going to talk whether he's a green or a blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cornerbacks. Not safeties. Cornerbacks. We went with a blue chip group. Yes. And then safeties, we went green. I, I wanted to give him a yellow. He wanted yellow. He was because outvoted. Grant Delpit. I'm, Grant G, Delpit. I'm more yellow than the, I'm yellow. Okay. I'm not sold completely on anybody at safety. I don't. They're not terrible. No. I, but I think I don't know that any of them are good enough. I, and, and 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 I think Grant Delpit played good enough, but his he injury does have the injury concern. That's concerns fair. are yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thornhill didn't show me much. No. So, I, no, but I think we're all in the, we're in so, the same so ballpark. So that's how, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, how yeah. we went, and if you were with us the last two days, it, probably it seems like you've kind of been in, in the same. Yeah. So now, yeah. okay. Earl, if you want to pull up Here Daniel Jeremiah, and the differences are, they He's went player individual. by player. Right. We went group by group, but we'll still But he compare. only did like the top. Top 12 guys. Okay, or, 12. 
he combined some offensive linemen into yeah. one player. But or let's go player by player. Yeah, that was weird. Why did he do? Because there were other teams he didn't do that. That, that. That's why we did it a little differently. It was strange. But we do want to have the comparison sake. Because when if, I saw the Bengals list, he didn't have any combined offensive no, linemen. No. I thought that was weird. But go ahead. So let's see how Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah. Went. Okay. We'll it's a little hard for me to read, or else you might have to tell me there. So we start with Deshaun Watson. He gets a yellow. Which is in line Which with the yeah. yeah, I mean, what, what else it. could you do right now? And even we asked the chat when we yeah. did this on Monday. Yeah. What category they'd put this on Watson in. 56% of the chat said yellow as well. I Which, mean, how could you put him anywhere else? You, I, I, don't, mean, I don't think you can. But. It's, in, it's injury. It's yeah. performance. Yeah. It's contract. Uh, contract. So it's all the above letter D. Like If, if you're uh, – did anybody put him in blue? In the chat? No, it was actually uh, – No, I didn't put him in green. Yeah. It was it was yellow, green, blue, and then unproven right. was obviously nothing. I, obviously, listen, if if you if you say he's a green, you're just projecting. Yeah. And hoping. And yes. we hope he's in the green or blue of at the course. end of the season. Yeah. Right. He certainly he, can get but back he there hasn't but today. Been he's even not. in the he's never been in the green. He was in the blue in Houston and he's been in in the yellow here. Yeah, I yeah. would argue that. I could argue no, that. No, he he was a blue chipper. I mean, you want to say he as was. a rookie as a rookie he was probably yeah. Pink. Yeah. And then after that, he was blue. And here he's been a yellow. He's never been just good. No, he's he was, a, in my we'd, opinion, I, a We'd definitive. all take that. I'd sign for good right yeah. now. But he was a definitive blue chipper yeah. in Houston. I hope sure. he gets back to that. I still think that's right. in him somewhere. It's just a matter of can the Browns, can Dorsey, Stefanski, this yeah. offensive staff get it out of him. But as of today, yeah. I don't think there's a case to make an argument. He's anything no. but a yellow in no, that no, sense. No, no, no. Go ahead. All right, what's next? What do we got? Next one, there was some dissension. And Earl, you're going to have to chime in here because it's Nick Chubb. Now, we ended up as a unit putting the Browns running backs and mostly Nick Chubb in the yellow. Earl yeah. had him as still a blue chipper. And Earl, no. now you see how Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks What did they put, put him Chubb, as? They put him as a yellow. He has to be a yellow. It, it's because it, as I was here with Jay, I read it off. I read off the knee injury that he had, like, and it wasn't even a knee injury they had this year. I read off three torn ligaments when he got hurt back in Georgia, 2015. Yeah. So this is the second time he's torn multiple ligaments, three, so six in total. Yeah. And also he missed time in 2020. That's right. Like, so I don't know how you can figure that. No. You That's have right. no... and then tack on his age. Yeah, and he's a running back. He's the same age. That Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott, who both basically went off the cliff last year, um, were were now he's at his best is better than those guys, but not by much. When they were all at their best, I mean those guys were great pro ball backs too. So, uh, in fact, those guys are both better pass catchers than he is, or have been in their careers. So there's no, I don't even, I, I love I love you, Earl, but like the last week you were arguing that somebody would, some team would pay. Uh, Nick Chubb, I mean, big free agent. You love me. I could defend myself on this first. I know, but I'm but saying last week you argued that he would, uh, somebody would pay him big money in free agency, which is never going to happen. I still think he's a blue chip. I can, I can tell you why. First yeah. and foremost, I think the things about age and, and position, in my opinion, those are cliches and stereotypes. Like 28, 29, 30, 31 is not old, whether you play in the NFL or not. Yes, it is, though. The to facts that, back it up. But how? Because you have premier wide receivers. The, the top premier wide receivers right now in the NFL are all between 29 and 31 years old. That's not the true. Top, that, you can go look. Justin I mean, Jefferson look from and Jamar season. Chase are the two best receivers just in the look, league. Just go look at it from last season. Well, wait a second. First of all, we're talking about a different position. Right. So, uh, okay. I'm trying to That's get it out. That's number one. I'm, I'm trying to get it out. That's irrelevant. But okay. Jefferson it's not and Chase irrelevant are the two me. best I'm receivers. I'm trying to get it out. Go ahead. <laughs> I think Nick Chubb is blue chip, period. Um, I don't really have concerns about the injuries or his age or his position. I look at Nick Chubb in rare air like I looked at Adrian Peterson when he played the position. I understand that he he's torn multiple ligaments in the same knee multiple times. The first time he did, that was 2015. That was, what, nine years ago. So I'm not really too concerned with that. Uh, people can think of it how they want to think of it, but when you look at science, medicine, and recovery in 2024, this is not the 1980s. I think that he can fully recover and come back and still have a significant impact. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but that's what I feel. It's always, of course, it's possible he could do that. But there's no way you could be sure about that. I never said I was sure. Well, but the pink means it's a question mark. The yellow. yellow a yellow. yellow means it's a question mark. So how you're admitting it's a question mark. 
it, it, if you're saying you're not sure about it, then you're saying it's a question mark. None of the things you uh, that everything you said just now is hope. It's not facts. I never the facts said it was are, facts, though. None of it is facts. Yes. Well, here's what's facts. That there are almost that the amount of 29-year-old and older running backs that are still great really don't exist. But Nick Chubb is not those dudes. I think Nick Chubb is in rare air like Adrian Peterson. That, but again, what I'm saying is a fact. What you're saying is an opinion. I agree. He's uh, isn't. Aren't Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott great backs? They were. They was never on the same level as Nick Chubb. I, I don't know that they me. weren't. I mean, I would take Nick Chubb over them, but not by much. I think it's minuscule different. Dalvin Cook has been one of the best backs in the league. Same thing with Zeke Elliott. But they both went off the cliff. Both had their worst years of their career, and they weren't coming off an injury that Nick Chubb is. To say you're not worried about it, the assumption is not even going to be ready for week one. Even if he's not ready for week one, so what? We're not worried about uh, Nick Chubb in September. We need but Nick Earl, Chubb in December how would January. you possibly call a guy a blue chip who you're, who's 29 and not even going to be ready for week because one? Because that's my opinion. Just like this entire list is projected to be anybody's opinion, I still think he's a blue chip running back. Right. When, when I was parsing it, for yeah. me to put anyone in a blue chip category, it had to be someone I had no questions about. Right. That's why I put Chubb exactly. in, a, in the yellow because I do think there are question marks. It doesn't mean Nick Chubb can't get back to being a blue chip form, but right now I, I put him in yellow for that exact but reason. For, for, me, for me, just he, to me, he, he has to be, and he's a way better athlete than me. Let's be clear. Um, I've had 17 some odd surgeries. I've torn my ACL and MCL and all that other good stuff. Here's what I do know just from just from the circumstance. You, you're, yes, medicine has gotten a, a ton better. Um, you're never really up to what you used to be. However, the goal is and the hope is that 98% of Nick Chubb is way better than 100% of other people, right? Sure. And I think so, 85% of Nick Chubb is right. better than most. But the question is, can he, can he, A, yeah. can he even get to that? And B, if he does, will, when will it happen? And the second half of next year? And there's a, and there's a, another thing about the question is, what does the offense look like, right? It, you know, it's not going to be the same old Nick Chubb offense where we hand him the ball. Hey, like, trust me, I'm the guy that wanted to give him 20 carries every week. Yeah, I don't think 20 carries every week is definitely not in the program. Now, I think that they'd be smart to go get another running back and, and, and to lessen the blow and then give if you get 12 good carries from Nick Chubb, I take the 12 good carries. Right. Uh, you know, and then if he's 12, he, if he's blue chip for 12 carries. Salute. Yeah, I, mean, I do. I do. I think it's possible he could be blue chip. Uh, absolutely. It's possible, but. It, Are you going to? It's it's too big. It's too big a devastating an injury, and at his age for a running back, that there's too many question marks. Now I advocate him. him being on the roster. I advocate him. Hundred percent. I advocate him. Yeah, and we'll being, get to. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more to that in a little bit. But let's go to the next position. What do we got next, Earl? Next up was wide receiver, right, Earl, or at least Amari Cooper. I think uh, just, next up was yeah, Amari Cooper. They had him in green. Amari Cooper. We can combine Cooper and Joku, both greens. Uh, we put as a group the receiver category in pink because the rest of the guys were unknown. We put Njoku in the blue, so we were differentiating as a group. We didn't do individual players. Uh, G. Bull, what do you think about – we'll start with Cooper. I would like to know how many wide receivers right. where, he called blue chip. Like, yeah. where, where's the delineation? Where is the is line? Is it top 10? Is there 15 I, blue chip I guys? think it's fair. I don't disagree because, like, to me – Blue chip is is the six or eight best guys. I don't know where that line is exactly. Now I, it's that tier one, whatever the number is. If, the tier right. One. If you said, if you told me, looking at how many starting receivers there are, if if you do three receiver sets, yeah, it's ninety. It's ninety. Ninety six. I'm going blue chips is t- ten. Give me ten guys. Yeah, and that's only I'm. Uh, Everybody can't be blue chip. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, Amari Cooper is probably somewhere around ten. Right. He might be nine. He might be eleven. He might be eight. He might be twelve. Somewhere in that range. I, my first gut reaction is that he that green is right for him. But I would make him like I, to me. He's the David high Njoku's green. a light green, and and Amari Cooper's a dark green. See, closer to blue. I can't. I, I can't disagree with that. I, I, I think. Why? Do you think Njoku's I think going in, up? Yes. Yeah. I and think, I think Njoku's closer to that. So, you said 10G. 
I think if you're going blue chip, I think that's like the best of the best. Like, right. I, I, I think, but blue I don't chip think is, Joku's best of the best. I, but I, I think, think he's, it, but I think he's closer to whatever that tier is, whether it's top I, five. Yeah, six. I don't agree. It, I think Joku's closer to tier Amari one tight ends. Done it a number of years. Now he's getting older, so he well, could and drop that's, off. And that's part but of the joke who's only played and he first of all he had half a great Amari season. Cooper has had a few tier one seasons. Yes. I mean he had David Njoku has never had a tier one season and he's only had one tier two seasons. And and in my head, when yeah. I look at it, I if, if I'm just naming off the top of my head, if I if I'm now here's where I differ. Like I don't know if I would put Puka Nakua I mean, but Puka's got to do it another year. But, 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 you'd but, rather have Puka because right, he's younger. But, but, that, but that, he had a blue chip year. He did. He, did. he had a blue chip <laughs> season. He 100%. had a blue that had blue. And then if you say, I got Jefferson, and then I got Chase, and I got Devontae Adams over here. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, that's five right there. Diggs. Uh, Stephon Diggs. You got uh, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. Lamb. That's seven Brandon right there. I'm taking Amon Ra. Amon Ra St. Brown. That's eight Brandon right Ayuk was first team all. Brandon Ayuk. Yep, there it is. Paul loses his beard and loses all sense Brandon of balance. Brandon Ayuk, that's 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 eight right there. And I mean, I don't. Um, I mean, Keenan Allen had another. I mean, these are just guys. Mike, Mike, Mike Evans, Evans Keenan. Like, Bull is. I think now's a good time to tell people if you want to see more hijinks like me busting up the set. Make sure you subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hit that subscribe button if you are watching right now. You people, I'm talking to you. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, what are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button and you'll get alerts every time the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is on, every time the Ultimate Cleveland Browns Show is on with G. Bush, every time the Ultimate Cleveland Cavs Show is on with Mike and Jason, every time the Ultimate 216 Show is on with Earl, every time the uh, Behind the Glass with uh, Anthony, Earl, we, and we, Mike. We got and eventually shows. we'll have a Cleveland, an Ultimate Cleveland Guardian Show, which will probably start sometime in March yep. with a host to be determined. So, uh, please, hit that subscribe button, thumbs up, do all that. You won't regret it. So, can you send her to basketball? What's can that? Can you send her to basketball back, please? It, Why can I hear Earl? What the hell is going on? He said send her to basketball. Oh, send her to basketball. Okay. Oh, I can hear I can hear you now, Earl. Go ahead. Now, Great here, job out of you. Now, here's the thing, though. Yeah. Like, since I've done an exercise and I see the ne- – now I can say, yeah, you're right. He's agreeing. Yeah. Now, the same thing with David and Joku. If I go through the list, now I'm not, it's only one tight end that usually starts. So now I got to cut that list down right. to about five it's or five. six. Right. Five. Okay. And I, so, and I think Njoku's in the conversation for that five spot. So you got Kelsey, Kelsey Laporta, Kittle, Kittle, Andrews, Laporta, Laporta. And then I think Njoku's right in that conversation. Now we're forgetting a good one. Oh, Hawkinson. Okay. Hawkinson, and you can, you can and you, squint and make Njoku. And, and, and I can't put and, it. But Hawkinson's been good for a no, number no, but of years. Hawkinson, fine, but Laporta as a rookie, and yes, I, I would, right, I would La- take him ahead. Laporta I'm not Laporta as a rookie had a better season than the Joku's ever I'm, had. But I'm yes. just saying, I think you can make the argument that yeah. he's right there six, which puts him closer to that blue yes. chip tier one category. I, I, I think Amari Cooper's just as close. I think it's close. Now you're asking who'd you rather have for the next five years? Of course, you'd rather have the Joku. But yeah, it's not. If you're asking who's been the consistently better player in their careers, it's not close. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing at that point. Yeah. But in the end, I think they're both green. I think they're green. I think, I, I, I think green. that was a 10-minute discussion to agree yeah. with Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they had some offensive line combos here. Yeah. So they had four offensive linemen in the yes. yellow. Conklin, Batonio, Jed Wills, and Dewan Jones. But they had Pochich and Teller in the green. Overall. I wonder why they did that yeah, that and, way. That's, and, they, and they're the only team that they put Well, here's freaks. the thing. If you look at the PFF grades... Teller and Pochich had good seasons. Yes. Betonio was eh. He was yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Dewan Jones, based on PFF, was okay, which we're fine with because he's he a rookie. He was great for a rookie, but in the grand And the other guys yeah. were not very good. Yeah. 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 You're right. So maybe that's why they split it that way. Because, I mean, right now, Wyatt Teller's prob- has I think, has passed Betonio. I would agree. As the best old lineman on the team, I think. Yeah, I think. And you know what, old line, you go on, they start going on name after a while. Yes. Like, that's 100% you, you true. You just be like. Oh, I heard his name a bunch. Right. And, and he you, must be good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, not really. When those guys start to tail off. It can go quick. It, the general public doesn't really pick up on that. You, you, you don't see it. Yeah. Like, it's like you, until you're, like, forced to be like, dang. Right. Until well, he's terrible or he's getting cut. Let me, let me ask you guys this, yeah. just, and we'll move through this quickly. Conklin, injury concerns for sure, right? He's Huge. a definitive Huge. Yeah, yeah, yellow. Yeah. yeah. 
Betonio, age, contract, injury. Do you have questions about Betonio moving forward? I still would call him a Ooh. green, a lower so, tier I, green. I, but I, I'd still I, call I, I would. Green. I actually he, would agree with that. He is unripened bananas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I, I, I agree. I think Betonio, maybe it's just based off reputation. I still yeah. think he's he's, he's a, a green in decline. He yes. might not be a, a great green anymore, but no. he's certainly still. Well, he was a blue. Good. I think. Well, that, that's I what think I mean, a few yeah. years ago he was a blue. But, but I mean, even on, on the yeah. green scale, he may not be. But he's perfectly solid. Yeah, if he's, you have Antonio, I think he's you're not worried about a guard. I could argue Wills is pink. Wills and Dewand, they're both in the yellow. I don't I, think it's too early to give Dewand a legitimate good. I think we got to stick Dewand in yellow for now. He yeah. does it again oh, next yeah, year. No, I'm yeah, moving him up. I agree with you. I think Wills is pink. Wills should be pink. Wills is, is definitely pink. And then Teller and Pochich, I feel I don't, there's not many questions. They're green. Feel good. I mean, yeah. I think Teller and I think they're both borderline blue. So, but for green, their position. Yeah, but, but so we're not disagreeing with that. Yeah, no, no. Let's go to defense. We'll make yeah. this one super quick. Miles right. Garrett, blue chip, no yeah, disagreement. That's not worth discussing. Agbo, a yellow. I had him as a green personally. Gee, I don't know where you fell yesterday. He's not what a starter. He, he's a specialist. Yes. So if I, I wouldn't mind him being a yellow if he's just a specialist because I'm gonna play him on pass rushdowns. I don't got a problem with saying he's not going to be no run stuff or nothing. Yeah, I can't give a guy who's not a starter right. a, bl- a green. Well, it was this was one of the ones where I wish there was more specification right. in the categories because I don't have age not or really or contract category. concerns for him, and I don't think he's necessarily a certified good no, player. There, if there was a category between in yellow between, and green, yeah. that's where we put But because I didn't have concerns, like, I put him as a green. Quality backup. He's yeah. a, guy, a guy I want on my team. Right. Yeah. Perfectly. Or high, maybe backup's not even the right word. High quality rotational player. He's a good piece. Yes. A good piece. Yeah. So, and I gave that to Alex Wright. I gave him yeah. a yellow. Um, you know, that's not a bad I, thing. I didn't yeah. love the categories. Well, Alex Wright has more to prove, certainly. Yes. yes. But I just didn't love the categories for Agbo I think we know what Agbo is. He's a good solid. Like, Alex Wright could be better, but he might yeah. not be as good as Agbo. Yeah. I will say. I was one of the best third pass rusher. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Uh, we disagree with this next one. Denzel yeah. Ward. We had him in the blue chip category. Daniel Jeremiah had him in green. Who's right? Who's wrong? Us or Daniel Jeremiah? I, I'm with you guys. I think he's blue. Now, I think he's lower tier blue, yeah, but I blue. think I think he's not like dark blue Miles Garrett, well, nah, he's, but he's, he's in the blue he's uh, in, yeah. because he is a guy to me. He's one of the few corners in the league that teams are cons- like the teams worry about him. Yes, he is like obviously teams worry most about Miles Garrett when you play the Browns. But after that, they worry about Denzel Ward. And we saw what this defense looked like when Denzel didn't play. Their secondary was lousy in those games. I think they got I think the Browns defense has three blue chip players. And one of them Ooh. is one of them is J O K and the other one we'll is. Yeah, I can't go to J O I can't go to Blue yet. I'm, He's got to do it again. To I'm me. with you. But, we, we can, in my mind with J O K. Last year, to he Cole was Jackson. a blue last year. He played yeah, a blue chip yeah. season. He had a blue chip season. Before I make him a blue, he's got to do it twice. That's right. That's twice. how I feel. He's got to do it twice he, before he, I put him in. He, like, man, that, like, but know, he's right on that he's, edge. He, he's right on the press. I don't know that I've ever. I mean, th- that is so weird to have a player go from, I don't know if this guy can even play in the league, to he had a blue chip season. Yeah. He I, was, I, how he, often do you see that? He was the best player on that field defensively for both teams against the Texans and the Browns. Best player. Out of all Will Anderson, all of them. He of defense of defense, hundred percent. He he, he he was just in the, like he had. I thought and, there were multiple. Games and you got to even give him more guy. credit because he was getting zero help yeah. at all. He yeah. was in the backfield. I'm like, dang, Jay, okay. Yeah. So they had him as green. I think he had a blue I, I chip went, season, yes. but I think green's the right spot. Yeah. Last two, and this one I I disagree with a lot. Yeah. Delpit and Newsom both in the pink, which to their category. And this is a quote. Yeah. Oof. Unproven slash young. I'm not sure. Is what pink? Is pink, and they're both pink. In the un- I'm not sure you could call any of them quote-unquote young anymore. I would put anymore. them both as yellow. They're, they're if you want to go yellow or green, but pink feels way off. Uh, there's yellows to me, and I think recency bias has you feeling more pinkish on Newsom just because he just didn't do very well on Nico Collins. They just made... They was like, yeah, Nico, like, we're going to, like, yeah. Emerson, we're not going to mess with him. We're going to mess, we're going to go right at you, though. And it was just tough on some of those. But I think he's still a yellow, too. It, it, Greg Newsom is a guy, it's like the lows are really low. When he's bad, he's really bad. And then most of the time, he plays solid football. Serviceable, but right? he has these games where he just terrible. And, and I think that they're, now, I, I have Emerson at green. I would but, but I think he has – if he – here's my problem. 
if he was a little bit faster. Like he like he he has to be in position. He has to use his hands. He has to be physical. That's cool. If he was faster, man, he'd be one of the best corners in the league. He is the defensive version of T. Higgins. He's a really good tier two yeah. wide receiver slash corner. Yeah. Really good. But they're both missing that speed element that would put them to the top of the put them into the first tier. We talked about Newsom. both big guys. Yeah. Like, both good hands for a defensive back and wide receiver. Yeah. I look at them that way. I he, but I can't go blue on him. Yeah, I think I, no, I, I'm green with that. I think that's fine. But with Delpit, like Delpit was on his way to a Pro Bowl season before the injury. And, and granted, if you want to say the injury concerns and he got paid, well, and that contract might not be right. They put him in the yellow. Now, I don't but think the, the PFF grades didn't have him as a Pro Bowl season. I thought I thought the first five games he, he was played, fantastic. Yes. The first couple, then it kind of first five around. he was elite. Then it was like oh. But okay. he was so you'd put him as green. I think Delpit's a I, green, and if you want to tell me that Newsome you have concerns about still, I'll put him in the yellow. I just I, think pink's the wrong category. Delpit's had a now. lot. No, I agree, but I'd put him in yellow. I just think he's had so many injuries. Oh, he has, he's had the Achilles heel. He missed a year. Yeah. He's, missed, he's missed some games. He missed some games last what, year. What I saw from Delpit in 2023, though, before the injury at the end, which was a freak injury, by the way, and granted, not every injury is the same. I don't think you could tag everyone who gets hurt injury-prone because there are different categories, different ways you can get hurt, but – I thought he was playing really well for the most part last season. And I yeah. understand that's not the majority of his career. That's, it that's was a, why you can't. It was a smaller portion, but he's young, and I'm maybe projecting a little ahead. And yeah. that's not part of the project, this, this research project, so maybe that's my bad. But he was on the up and up, and he's still young. So I think right. he – But or maybe he's a yellow now, and we'll get to a green. Because he's only played at the green level that's fair. for half a season that's his fair. career. I can't put him there until he does it more consistently. I'm willing to do I, I thought Earl said something the other day uh, about injuries that I agree with. Like, now, just knowing how football is and they playing 17 games and still got preseason games and all this other stuff, and given the wear and tear that they t- have in college, you got to play three years. I, I'm If you can get 10 games out of a guy, I, I'm like, okay. If you can get 12 games out of a guy, like, out of 17, you like, oh, I'm ecstatic about that. If you get 14 out of 17, I, I start to look at that as, like, yeah, that's excellent. Because for I, me, yeah, like, Denzel Ward. Yeah. I know Denzel Ward going to miss four games automatically. He misses three, four. But, yeah, I, I don't agree with the 10 part of that. I Like, I to me, 10 is – I think, I think 13, 14. 10, if you say a guy's going to play 13, 14, yeah, I could live with that. As long as he's playing at the end of the year in the three, yeah. four in the middle of the season. And it also depends on the position, right? I mean, like. So, offensive linemen, you yeah. want more durability. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would like to see those guys out there more. But when you're talking about, it just seems like, especially with defenders, like safeties and corners where they got to hit people, it's too much stuff. Like, they could either have head injuries, stingers, stingers, shoulders, yeah. and they have soft tissue things like calves and yeah. hamstrings. So, if, if, if I get a receiver or a corner that give me 14, I'm taking that. I do think it's it, – I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just think it's a really difficult way to build a team if you're counting three, four injuries on everybody. And I, I know you take that into account when you're putting a team together. Right. But, like, you need some guys that you know are going to be there. And durability There's is no a, guarantee in with anything, a, with anything, right? Yeah. But yes, if you have too many guys that are consistently missing chunks of time, that's a problem. The better the guy is, the more of that you're willing to put up with. But if you have a team full of guys that are consistently missing time, that's not great. Yeah, yeah you can't. You, but I, I look at the way that I, I don't think this is an anomaly last year. I think you were going to have, it may not be the Browns next year, but you're going to have a team that is just decimated. Right. Oh, it happens, every, it happens the, every year. When it's all said and done, for all the talk about injuries, for all the talk about, you know, backup quarterbacks, which was obviously a huge story for us, in the end, 12 of the 14 teams that made the playoffs, their quarterback played almost every game, if not every yeah. game. And the only teams that didn't were the Browns, and there was, I can't remember the other team now. The Rams, because Brett Ripon or whoever it was. No, played. but Stafford played almost every game. He played like 14, 15 games last year. There was one other team that had a quarterback that missed like half the season. Uh, who was another? I, I, got, I feel like I got to look at the playoff teams. I don't think so. This, this, I think there might have, was there one other? I, I don't. But either way, nobody, no team that every team that won at least one playoff game, their quarterback played almost every game, yeah. if not every game this year. I thought about you. I was on John Zapitola this yeah. morning on the radio, and I thought about, <laughs> we did this topic, and this is, this is off topic, but we, maybe we'll talk about it later on in the week. Um, 
you know, where are you monitoring what the Pittsburgh Steelers may do? Like, you know, there's a couple of options where I feel like, you know, are you scared? Like, not scared, but you like, okay, Justin Fields is an upgrade. I feel like, you know, uh, Russell Wilson is an upgrade. I think and, a bag of rocks is an upgrade at quarterback for the Steelers. And, and yeah. if that's an upgrade and they already went to the playoffs, like, I was looking around and I'm like, that's scary. Kirk Cousins to the Steelers? No, that's scary, I mean, bro. Yeah. Now, they <laughs> – oh. what I'll say, though, is Mike Tomlin – He's he's not going to have a, a pass-first offense. No. He's just never going to have that. No. And they're going to be a running team. So, I, I actually think that I want even no though Kirk Cousins is the best of that bunch, I actually think Fields and, and even Russell Wilson maybe kind of fit that team mobile. better. Yeah. I, I just think – I don't know what – what like, I still don't – if I was grading Justin Fields, I'd still put him as a yellow. I still don't know what he is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's had particularly good coaching – until this year, he had better talent around him this year. He really hadn't had good talent around him until this year. I still don't know if he's good. I don't – like, if you're ranking Justin Fields, where do you rank him? He's in the giant unknown. We talked about this last week. We actually did it. Yeah. Uh, you must have not been there that day, yeah. G, but we did. Would you be scared if Justin Fields went to the I'm Steelers? not scared. I'm not scared. I, I would be – if if I was looking at it, if they got Russell Wilson, now Russell was a little divisive or whatever the case may be, and he actually had a pretty good league year last year. Yeah. His stats were fine. Um, his stats were fine. But what I would be scared of is, all right, I already know that I, I like Warren, and I thought Harris played well. Yeah. I, like, I was he impressed. played his best football second half of last the year. Second half, and yeah. they got pickings, and you know they got two pass rushers. And they got Deontay Johnson. And they got Deontay Johnson. And, yeah. and So it's like, and Kirk Cousins, he's going to be steady. He's, you know, he's going to come in and work. He's going to come in. He's a calming presence. And Mike Tomlin could be a tyrant on the sideline with his dog tags and his aviator glasses. <laughs> and I don't like that, man. If you're telling me I, you got to go to Pittsburgh yeah. and beat Kirk Cousins the last game of the season to make the playoffs, that's a 50, that's hey, 50, 50. Any of those three quarterbacks make the Steelers a, anywhere from better. decent to way better. Way, yeah. Yes. I mean, their quarterback situation – was atrocious last year. Oh, they were the other team that made the playoffs. That yes, was it. That was it. Oh, it yeah, was yeah, the yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. That's why. Maybe and that's why I said that's that. Right, right? That's right. That's right. That sparked something in your head. So, yeah, they were the other team. I think we're all hoping they're going to do a Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph competition. Oh, I hope they sign Pickett to a lifetime Love extension. <laughs> Love it. Hey, let's see. Let's. Hey, don't, don't, don't be Duke of knee jerk. Just yeah. see what you got. He needs, at, he needs at least six years. <laughs> he needs at least six. He I needs bet, ten years in the league to prove he. Can I'm going to say, I, I think their best chance is Russell Wilson, because I think ultimately, I think Kirk Cousins is going to go back to Minnesota when it's I, all yeah, said. I, 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 I do. Yeah, I, I think do. they and, do. Right now, the rumor is Justin Fields is going to go to Atlanta. Whether that turns out to be true or not, I, I don't like know. I like that better fitting spot, too. It's I a better, mean, it's from better spot Georgia, for Justin Fields, in the dome. They got good, t- they got good talent. Nice Atlanta. young pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, well, that Russell Wilson. Um, if And, if, by the way, if you had to, if you, let, let me ask you this one. If you had to, if the Steelers could get Russ, Fields, Cousins, and you, G. Bush, and you, Mike, and you, Earl, you are the one who picks which of those three they get. So obviously you take the guy you think is going to be the worst. Who would you pick? Earl, start with you. Who would you give the Steelers if you had to give them one of those three? Between uh, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, and Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Probably Justin Fields. Okay. I, I, I kind of would lean. I would lean that direction. Yeah. A little bit. I'm, I'm out on Fields, so I'd give him Fields. You see, I I'm not sold on Fields. But I give them Russ because I think Russ, I, Russ is certain. Listen, Cousins is the best. I don't think any of us were going to give him Cousins, yeah, 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 yeah. even though he's the oldest. Or him and Russ are pretty. I think close. Russ is a little older. Oh, he's a little older. I think he's thirty six, thirty five. But I could see like Russ, even though his numbers were fine, he's not the player he was. No, no. and he could completely go off the cliff this year. Yeah, where I think Fields with a smart coach now. The Steelers have a smart head coach. I don't know that they got a smart offensive guy. I think Arthur Smith and Justin Fields is like oil and oil and. Water. Oh, that's right. Arthur Smith's their play it, caller. Yeah, it'd be a terrible fit. Like yeah. that would just be a catastrophe. For yeah, I would, yeah. I would. I, 
They, they I just need, got a hunch that Russell Wilson could really go off well, the cliff this year. Well, Chad Johnson said it. He yeah. said he thought he had some inside information. He was on with uh, Shannon Sharp. He said yeah. he's been hearing Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh for a long period of time. Yeah, it makes sense. It I'm does. telling you, I think. Listen, Steelers, listen to me. Can you? Thank you. <laughs> I got a great trade for you. Go right now to the Falcons and go get Desmond Ritter. I think that's your answer. And have a three-way competition between Pickett, Ritter, and Mason let's, Rudolph. You'll be all no, fine. No, no, no. Let, let, let's, let's at the ante. Yeah. Call the Giants, too, and offer a fourth-round pick for Daniel Jones. Yeah, actually. Because you know what's better than two quarterbacks? Well, Daniel Jones. Four quarterbacks. Daniel Jones would actually be an upgrade over any of them. He would be. See, now, he the problem be. is if they do get Russ, you know what they're going to depose is going to be a, is Deshaun Watson, where does he rank in the division? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thinking any of those, those guys. Anyway, yeah. yeah that, That's like, going to happen with Pickett, Rudolph, Wilson. Man, I, listen, I'm going to just tell you, I hope with all, all of my being, I hope hard sometimes. Like, I hope he comes out and balls out. Like, give me, just give me, just, I wish for everything he give me 4,200. Just give me the 4,200. And like, <laughs> like, in 27 touchdowns or something. Like, bro, if you give me that, I, we, we can roll with that. I just, I, I just do not want to go down this narrow pathway, down this hallway again. Like, you know, they're, they're saying he's throwing the football right now, right? No, he's supposed to start next month. Next, yeah. So, next and, week and or schedule, two. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. I, I was, me, I'm Duke of knee jerk. I yeah. thought you was already throwing. And Mary Kay was the one who reported it yeah. earlier this week that he was throwing. I thought yeah. I or th- going to be throwing. I thought he was already ready to go. Nope. Well, we'll find out. I know we're going. Well, listen. We'll talk about that tomorrow too. It's fine that he's, you know, I mean, Take it's it early slow. enough. I mean, yeah. it's 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 still a long way to go. All right, Earl. What do we got before we move on? In a perfect in a perfect world, the Steelers GM will kind of like lose all of his common sense and and football knowledge, and he will call Andy <laughs> Barry. And say, how can I acquire PJ Walker to be my starting quarterback? <laughs> yes, because I believe I like that, that his best days is ahead of him. Yes, I, I think Earl's on to something here. It uh, is. We would give up PJ Walker, guys. I can. I hopefully I can speak for the rest of you for a second round pick. You no problem. How about a third? How about a third? You know what? I'm getting third. greedy. Yeah, You're right. We'll get third. third round pick for PJ and Walker. I will, and I would Uber him over to the airport. Yes. I get yeah. it. Matter of fact, I drive to Pittsburgh. How about we give him a seventh round pick back along with Fine. PJ Walker? Fine. PJ and a seventh for a third rounder. <laughs> that sounded like the oh old Madden. When the Madden was dumb. Well, that, yeah, you yeah. just do any trades you want? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Earl, what's up next? All right, so we talked about uh, before we get into this next topic, man. Let, let me remind you to get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar bet. That's one hundred and fifty bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com/ucss and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NBA. So yesterday, both the Athletic and ESPN was given the task of choosing one player per team uh, that may be a casual uh, salary cap casualty. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the Cleveland Browns, a guy that we talked about earlier in the show, Nick Chubb, yeah. $16 million cap hit. Uh, both of those outlets selected Nick Chubb to be the guy that would be the casualty. Do you see it that way? I mean, he's the only uh, – who else would you pick? Now, these articles are not saying he's going to be a cap casualty. He's, they're saying he's the most likely guy to be a cap casualty. And I just don't know who else there is because all the other guys who are making good money that you would l- prefer to cut Jack Conklin, have for guaranteed. Example. Like, yeah. you can't, you, you you can't cut Jed Wills. You, you can't cut Jack Conklin. You just did the deal. You just, you, yeah. you, you've restructured Betonio and Teller. You can't mm-hmm. do those. Re- like, you, you're not cutting Amari Cooper. You need more receivers, right? Yeah. David Njoku got a new deal. He ain't going nowhere. No. They'll probably mess around with Deshaun Watson's deal, but I don't know how much that's going to free up any right. money. Nobody else. Not, you know, you're not. There's nobody else. Everybody else is either a guy you have to keep, and the only other guy you could say is getting outrageously paid is really Conklin and Wills, and you can't cut those guys. Yeah. So there's no, there's no. So it, it actually cost here. it cost the Browns more money to cut Jack Conklin yes. right. than it is to keep him. Right. right. And the thing with Nick Chubb, and I'm going to preface everything by saying this: I feel very confident the Browns will re- rework and restructure a deal with Nick Chubb, and he will not be cut. But if they were to cut him, they save twelve million dollars. It's only a four million dollar dead cap hit. 
he's due to make about 16 million. So right. I was more than anything else. I was shocked by the reaction of this online yesterday because it's a conversation we've been having here and we've been arguing with people online who have reacted to clips from this show <laughs> since before last season. The Browns, even before Nick Chubb's injury, were never going to take a $16 yes. million cap hit on a running back. And They're we talked about this to do it. going into the season pr- yeah. prior to the injury. Right. You know, that doesn't could this mean, be Nick Chubb's last year because of the contract? This has I, been something that's not new. We've all I known this I get why people are outraged because it's Nick Chubb. I get it. I just was surprised that people thought this was new information. It's not. It, but but people, you, you don't understand, right? Like, so you, teams mostly, front office guys, guys like Andrew Berry, don't get emotionally involved or no, try not with to. players. Try, try not, not to. to. The fans are emotionally involved. Nick Chubb, if you did a poll of every Browns fan, not just the people watching our show, but every Browns fan, who is your favorite player on the Browns? Nick Chubb would win by in a landslide, I think, he, over over Miles Garrett, he's, anybody. He's one of the most beloved players in the, not just now, it's the history of the Browns. No doubt. I would say his popularity among Browns fans rivals almost any player's popularity among their own fan bases as well. Yes. Certainly any non-quarterback. Yeah. yeah like, without a doubt. So it's hard to shut off that emotion. And when you see an article that says Nick Chubb is going to be a cap casualty, well, you've already gone into that article if you're going to read it, assuming they're saying the Browns should cut Nick Chubb. And every time you read those articles, nobody ever writes, oh, the Browns got to get rid of Nick Chubb like he's he's an albatross. It's always, hey, the Browns need to figure this out. Nick Chubb's got to make his decision. (laughs) I think every, every article about Nick Chubb potentially being cut Always has the caveat. I think he'll be back with the Browns, yeah. but here's what they got to do. And so I, I just couldn't understand this. Yeah. This is outrage. why I'm going to listen. I, I, I use these examples as real life. When they tell you don't talk about politics, they're like, well, no, like this is a political thing. Like there are certain people that have such a rabid fan base that there, there are certain people that are still upset at the Browns for cutting Bernie Kosar. To yeah. this day. Yes. And if you don't, and we don't have nothing. Like, we don't have championships to hold on to. We got a bunch of ghosts and, and different things that we've done bad. So people don't get over nothing. So they're like, I don't like that you got rid of Bernie. Uh, people still don't like that the Guardians don't spend money because they had all these players and they feel like they didn't do anything. Yeah. And you got people to this day that won't go to the games. You change the colors. You change this. They don't like it. But the Nick Chubb thing is even worse because guess what? He's Nick Chubb. They saw him. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Get his leg. They saw the injury, and they saw him sitting there crying, and they saw him how much work he puts in. And they're like, oh, no, I don't care what it costs. Like, if you can't, Andrew Berry has, he, there's right. no way he can get rid it's of it. It's the him. way he ended. It's the type of guy he is. Like, there's never been a bad word about the ever, player. Ever. Ever. And I can't. It, it, if, if there was a bad word or something bad about Nick Chubb, it would be the most stunning story in the history of Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> I would be blown away. I couldn't even, like, fathom. Anything negative being said about, by the way, it was, I, I don't know if anybody saw this, but uh, it was another cool thing with Nick Chubb. Joel Batonio was doing some sort of, he was at like a high school or maybe middle school. I don't remember, but he was like, this was a couple of weeks ago. He was working with some, fo- some football players, some kids, mm-hmm. right? It was like, and it was really cool. And in the middle of it, he FaceTimed Nick Chubb. Right. To I say remember. hi to the kids. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. That yeah. was really cool. And the kids got a, you know, Nick Chubb got a kick out of it, and he got a kick, good kick out of it, and the kids. He's just, 
he's everything yeah. you want in a player, and he's everything you want in a representative of your team. He plays his ass off. There's no showboating. There's nothing, literally nothing not to like about Nick Chubb, and that's why there's so they, much emotion involved in this. They tried to say that before the year that they was going to have to, you know, get, take some of Amari Cooper's money. Yeah. <laughs> Amari Cooper just... Yeah. He just because of his demeanor, he plays injured. He he has the he broke the record for you uh, all time you know yards and catching the football. And then they had to back off Amari of Cooper because people started saying, "Oh no no you, you yeah Amari Cooper's back too." What are you talking about? And Amari <laughs> Cooper doesn't have this lifelong connection no. with Brown. Uh -uh. It is two years. That Nick Chubb and, does. And even with the Chubb situation at Andrew Barry's end of the season media availability. He was asked about Nick Chubb, and he said, we're going to have to figure that situation yeah. out. So, it, the big I, picture is, I think we're all in agreement. Nick Chubb's going to be in a Browns uniform next year. Most it just yes. won't yes. be at a $16 million right. cap. And, and it shouldn't be. And I think the perfect solution is to extend him, keep the guaranteed money lower, and, and a ton of incentives that he can make good money. And you come out and you say, we have just signed a contract with Nick Chubb that effectively makes him a Brown for life. Yeah. That would be a great PR move and probably a great football It's move. a win-win for everybody in that sense. Yeah. The, the back-end potential fallout of any long contract, not just Nick Chubb, is he goes off a cliff. He's not the same player. But right. if it's incentive-based and low guarantees, right. then you, you eat that you money. You still for, have to address that yeah. position with a young player. Uh, he, he, but you eat that money for a guy like right. Nick Chubb, and, who and, you hope can get back. And also, Bull, real quick, yeah. you know, if Nick Chubb lives up to what we think he can come back to be, whether it's 85, 90, 100%, 110%, if he's, you know, Adrian Peterson, like Israel mentioned, he can make even more money. So Entirely possible. it's kind of a win-win for both. I, I think the only way Nick Chubb is not back, and I don't think this, I'll be surprised if this is the case, but is that if he just refuses to negotiate. Or, which I'd be very surprised by. Or if they lowball him and say, we're going to offer you $5 million or something for one year. Yeah, well, I, that's I, what Bull's saying, if he yeah, won't renegotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I, I think they'll be... I, I don't know. I, I think I, I think the, the smart money is that they'll find a comfortable in-between to keep him and make him a lifetime Brown. <laughs> so what that's is, all we hope because nobody wants to see him in another uniform. What's the percentage race. chance? Don't even say, don't God, even don't say that. God. But, gee, what's the, what's the percentage chance? 90, 95, 80, something less that Nick Chubb finishes career as a Brown? What would you put oh, that it's a it's Oh, it's 100%. Like, he's going to get that Udonis Haslam. Like you know, like you know, Udonis has him had like, like, steal ball. Like time. he, like he, like no, like as long to me, look, he he would move right from where he's doing right now to somewhere in the front office. Like, I I, I think the only question mark is this year. If yeah. they extend him now and they come to an agreement, well, by the time that contract's over, he's gonna now he's so anyway, old yeah. that he's paying. He's either retiring. Or he's going to make so little money that they'll just keep him yeah. like Frank Gore, you know, yeah. like in that type of role. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Or where he's like the number two back. He'll be your short. He'll be what Kareem Hunt was last year down the so line. So then what do you think? The I'll say 90%. Because I think there's a slight chance he could I'm gonna go be 90, gone at the end I'm gonna of this go year, but I'm going to go 90. I'm going to go 95. And that 5% is simply Nick Chubb says. I want to play somewhere I'm, else or either, whatever. Which I can't I'm imagine him saying that, yeah. but. I'm not renegotiating. But we don't know. In the end, we don't know. We don't know him personally. Yeah, we'll, we'll you see know. what happens. I'd be shocked once again. That's a 95% confidence. Yeah. But, but you add all three together, and that's what? 90, 95. But, but then yeah, again, exactly. I will say this. I always thought Jarvis Landry in his career here. And it in one season, it raveled. In, yeah. In, 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 yeah, you never know. And he just he was so bitter about the fact that they told him to take a pay cut. And he was like, well, I was here was, when nobody wanted to be here. Was yeah. Stump his guy, right? They were super tight, weren't they? They were. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. may, maybe that could be what leads to the 5%. But I would be, at the end of the day, absolutely shocked if Nick Chubb is not a Brown on some sort of restructured deal. I you just said you had a question, so, Earl. The, well, question and a comment, but yeah. the comment first, because I'm reading the comments in the chat. Shout out to the chat. Somebody said if A.B. was to cut uh, Nick Chubb, he, could, he might as well turn in his badge. Now somebody else said he'll be ran out of town. We talk about the emotional ties to Nick Chubb, right? Yeah. And you just peep how the show started. Me and Bull going back and forth about a difference in of opinion about Nick Chubb. Yeah. I think when I say he's a, a blue chip player, I've talked about this before. I view Nick Chubb not just as a football player, but the epitome of what you want this organization to be. And so the emotional ties might have me overrating him in some people's eyes, but 
this is how I see this dude. And when you talk about these articles, we got to understand, man, content creators today, I don't think, I learned this in Ohio Media School. I don't think content creators today are just putting out content for the sake of. They do what I do. They try to emotionally trigger you. So if you read Nick Chubb, Cap Casualty, you automatically pissed off because you know how much you love him. Personally, you know how much the city loves him, and then you know how much, like, how great of a player he is. So anytime that you see anything like that with him in particular, it is going to tug on the heart strings sure. a little bit. Right. And it and just goes is, to show who he is and how important he is. Yeah, he's city. a blue-chip human being. And no that doubt is about why it. the Cleveland Browns will play in Brazil against the Philadelphia Eagles week one. Mm. The storylines is too good. It's There's, looking more and more likely. Yeah. Peter King reported that. He yeah, feels, that. quote, feels really good <laughs> yeah. about that. So Speaking of running backs, Earl, you got a, uh, something you wanted to hit on with Jim Brown. Let's go to that. Yeah, but before we go to that, let me remind you again that to get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS. And shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.